Well, I can't come now. My clothes are in the wash. Oh, shut up, jerk. God, I've got a shirt on. That's all you ever think about. I think that's all you ever think about. That's not true. I think about lots of things. Now, why don't we not stand here talking about them and get down to doing them? Hey, everybody. You're listening to Don't Be Afraid of Your Dreams, the podcast where we talk about the movies we love and the monsters we all face. I'm your host, David Anderson, and today is October 3rd, 2020, A Course in Fearicles, Day 3. Hey, hey, hello, and happy Saturday. I hope you're curled up on the couch with a pumpkin spice something, spending your morning with me, remembering to carve out some time in your day to do something Halloween-y. Um, I've been thinking about lots of Halloween-y things. Now, why don't we not stand here talking about them and get down to doing them? I'm assuming you're in the midst of a month-long non-stop horror movie marathon. How's that going? What you watching? What are you liking? I need some suggestions because I just can't stop going for the comfort food. The familiar, the dependable, maybe it's the state of the world, but I've had a hard time getting invested in or even really paying attention to anything new that I haven't already watched a billion times. Last night I tried to start watching Pie Wacket on Hulu, which I've never seen before, and almost immediately I was like, hmm, pie, that does sound good. Whack it. That's my to-do list for the night, I think. Wait, what am I watching? I'm kidding, kidding. Well, kind of. Uh, Maybe I'm working like a tiny bit blue today, a powder blue, but you know what? It's Halloween and the rules do not apply. Maybe it's time I drop my usual, I don't know, spinster persona and embrace sexy slut. How's this? Does this, does this look right? Am I doing it right? Is this how you call sexy? Um... (laughs) I'm usually more Lindsay Lohan in Mean Girls, you know, when she shows up as a ghoul amidst all the girls in cat ears and lingerie and everyone looks at her like she's nuts every day of my life. But in the spirit of Halloween, I encourage you to try on something a little bit different than your huge. On that note, and going back to comfort food, the ultimate comfort food really, which for me is the movie Halloween, it's got to be in the top three of movies that I've watched the most in my life. I have a burning question I've been wanting to ask you and I just can't hold it in any longer. Do you think that Sex and the City ripped off Halloween by basing Carrie, Miranda, and Charlotte on Lori, Linda, and Annie? That's it. That's your conspiracy theory for the day, ripped from the headlines of 1998. We've got a hard-boiled broad and world-weary, possibly lesbian Annie slash Miranda, sexpot Linda slash Samantha, spunky heroine Lori slash Carrie, and I've got to know, I've just got to know, which of our beloved Halloween ladies are you? Are you a Lori, an Annie, or a Linda? And maybe more interestingly, which of those personas do you want to try on this month? I'm going for Linda, because she's the one I probably identify with the least, and I really just admire her (laughs) carefree approach to life. She just doesn't give a shit about anything. She always forgets her math book, and her science book, and her English book, and I mean, it doesn't really matter if you have your books or not. It's like, whatever! I never really understood why Lori was friends with those two. I mean, they're kind of both bitches and seem to offer her nothing other than mockery and continuous undermining. And they both just want to use her as a babysitter so they can go off and have sex. Those two are fired up. The 70s were crazy. Were high school girls really that horny all the time? God, my teen years looked nothing like that. Except for the fact that I'm accident prone. 
and I'd probably do something goofy like getting stuck in a window and trying to impress a dude. While on dates, I've absolutely done things like mm, accidentally punched uh, a pane of glass when trying to slip money through the little opening at the movie theater ticket counter and scared the crap out of the person selling tickets. Oh, and once I backed my chair up and fell backwards into a planter. Line up, fellas. No, but I'm gonna put up a weekend poll on Instagram. And I want to know which Halloween lady you are. So head on over there and let's see what we get. I'll tell you what, I'm gonna throw in a surprise fourth option. Dark Horse, Lindsay Wallace, played by a young Kyle Richards, who will be reprising her role in Halloween Kills. In 2021, question mark, if we ever get to see it. Is Halloween gonna kills Lindsay Wallace? I kinda think it is. So I'm gonna take a page out of Lindsay's book this Halloween season. When you really think about it, she's the eye in the center of that Halloween storm. She knows what she wants, she has her priorities straight, and she's not gonna let anything dissuade or distract her from indulging in what she has planned. She settled in for her Dr. Dementia marathon, six straight hours of horror movies, and ain't nothing gonna derail that train. As the suburban world begins to crumble at her front door, she greets that impending destruction of her youthful innocence with an enviable sense of mm, detachment. Sure, sure, she's willing to get on board with Tommy Doyle's boogeyman theory, but she seems pretty underwhelmed by the reality of the situation. And really, what is she supposed to do about it? Lindsay's glassy-eyed apathy in response to the mayhem swirling around her speaks of a knowing that no matter how much you protest, sometimes life is just going to have its way with you, whether you like it or not. Nope, Lindsay cannot be bothered. As her babysitter hatches a scheme to slink away and meet up with a dude, Lindsay just wants to be left alone to watch her stories. She can barely managed to stop fishing around in her popcorn bowl long enough to answer the telephone. But the one thing she does find worthwhile is to register her disdain for authority by kind of passive-aggressively setting fire to Annie and Paul's relationship when given a chance. Lindsay, I thought we understood each other. You weren't supposed to tell Paul that Annie got stuck in that window. Well, guess what, bitch? You probably won't cross her or interrupt her horror marathon ever again, I can tell you that. So I encourage you, when possible, to practice good self-care this month, like Lindsay, by occasionally stepping away from the craziness of the world and indulging in everything that you love. Yes, there's a lot going on and it's all stressful and terrifying and real, but sometimes you just need to watch your favorite movies for six hours so you can rest up and stay frosty. Think of Lindsay. She's carb-loaded and ready to sprint when that threat finally shows up at her door and pretty much everyone else is murdered and she's like, Lindsay out. God, she's the unsung hero of the movie, really. She manages to survive with a lot less effort and fewer headaches than Jamie Lee Curtis. Barely breaking a sweat and living to tell about it. I like your style, Lindsay. All right, head on over to the poll and choose your lady. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. This show is an Unreliable Narrator production. For more information, visit unreliablenarrator.org. All right, all right, come on, where's my beer?